Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Han Talks First. We made it through our third day of Star Wars celebration, and we're going to spend the time now and talk all about it. I'm going to talk about the panels that went on today. Some big news was dropped. We saw some exclusive footage about things that are about to come to Disney+. Plus. A lot of guests were there today, more than there were on the first two days. I have one really funny story to tell you about something that happens with, with Anthony Daniels. <laughs> And then I have another funny story, not too much funny, but like a really sweet story about something that happened before one of the panels. And yeah, I'm just going to tell you everything else that happened today. I got some other cool stuff. People like Pedro Pascal, Giancarlo Esposito, Rosario Dawson. Um, I, I saw Claudia Gray for the first time ever. And John Favreau, of course, tons of people were there today. So it, it was a big day for Star Wars Celebration. Can't wait to break it down with you here. Welcome to the show. I'm Han. This is Han Talks First. Let's get started. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Okay, so before we really jump right into it, I wanted to share, you know, I've been saying for the past several days that I'm, I really wanted to get an exclusive Funko while I was at Star Wars Celebration. And the Funko exhibit, like, was it was very limited. There was only certain moments in time which you could actually go. You had to make reservations. Not all the general admission people got to get in. So I was really disappointed. And most of the vendors that were selling Funkos, first of all, weren't even exclusive Funkos. They were Funkos that you could find on Amazon really easily. But what was really kind of annoying the funkos that they were selling there they were selling for one hundred dollars one hundred and twenty dollars average average one hundred to one hundred and twenty dollars for a funko pop and they were claiming it was limited edition there was only so many made you can't find them anywhere else but i saw one i really loved it was three force ghosts of obi-wan kenobi luke skywalker and anakin from return of the jedi and i really wanted that pack and I looked it up on the guy was selling it for, I think, $120. So I looked it up on Amazon and I saw it for $20 on Amazon. Brand new, never been opened. So why in the world were some of these people selling their Funkos for $100, $120? It just made no sense to me. And then there were things like a Sabine, a, a regular Sabine Wren Funko that was $500. <laughs> Makes zero sense to me. I don't understand why. But what I'm getting around to is I went today over to the box lunch lounge area, checked out some of their merch, spun the wheel. I didn't win anything. But what I did find there that they had, which I was kind of shocked they still had some, was one Funko exclusive Luke Skywalker. And for those of you watching the video platform right here, here it is. It is a Star Wars Celebration 2022 exclusive. What makes this one really different than, I guess, the other Luke Skywalkers is the silver platform, which is kind of the theme for this year. Silver or gray, off black, that kind of thing. So this is what I got. And the best part is $15. $15. An exclusive Funko to Celebration was cheaper than other Funkos, like regular Funkos, at Star Wars Celebration made zero sense to me, but at least I finally got one. And that's really the main thing I, I wanted as far as like merchandise went was just something that said celebration on it and then something that was Funko. So I guess I won. 
so I didn't really get any other big um, merchandise things or toys or anything else. I didn't do another mystery box today just because yesterday I was kind of disappointed with my mystery box. So I, I didn't want to get disappointed again, unfortunately. So, but yeah, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian season three. They show us, they showed us um, a trailer today and uh, they showed us surprisingly sizzle footage of the Ahsoka TV show that's coming out. And I actually am not sure if they're going to release that to the public or not because it was very early footage. So, you know, if when we get to that part of the discussion, I'll warn you, because if you don't want to know anything, you can just, you know, turn away and come back later. And then I'm going to share, like I said, some funny stories about one Anthony Daniels and then something else, too. But let's start off by jumping right into this Mandalorian panel, because this was probably for a lot of people the highlight of the day. So obviously, John and Dave were there. It's their show. They're kind of the, the leaders in Star Wars television right now. And of course, they had the entire cast. Um, Giancarlo, Pedro Pascal. Um, what's his name? The guy from the Rocky movies. Wow, I feel so bad. I can't. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, Katie Sackoff, Rosario Dawson, everybody. They were all there. And they were all just so happy to be there. It was nice to see. And then, of course, little Grogu. So some of the things that they kind of released as far as like information about the show was, of course, the trailer, which looks really high quality, looks uh, almost like a movie. It was very well rendered and a very well edited trailer. And I don't know if they've released that out yet or not. But if not, it's probably coming out tomorrow. So keep your eyes open. And one of the things that was very interesting about it was they announced finally that the release date officially February, 2023, which we all assumed was the general time period. It was going to come out since they have wrapped shooting their editing, doing post and VFX right now. So February, not too far away, half a year, but it looks good. It looks really cool. And I think what we can expect to see is a lot of Bo-Katan, a lot of Bo-Katan. She's going home to Mandalore and reclaiming the throne and it's probably going to be this type of storyline with Mandalore versus the Mandalorian Din Djarin and probably getting those two separate factions of Mandalores fighting against each other you know the um the Creed versions and then or the this is the way version I forget what they call themselves and then the regular Mandalorians that we all are familiar with from before the Mandalorian so it looks it looks really cool the other awesome bit of information about the Mandalorian was that we found out that um, what's his name? Rick Famuyiwa. He's directed multiple episodes of the Mandalorian season one and two. And it was just announced that he is officially now an executive producer on season three, which is really cool. So he has a lot more say in the direction, the creative of this story and where it's going to go. And I like that they're keeping it in house, you know, as far as like people that are in charge of the series, and I think he's a great person to kind of, you know, be at that helm because in season one, some of his episodes were actually my favorite. I thought he did a great job with the show and I'm excited to see what he brings to it as a producer because Rick Famuyiwa is pretty great. But the overall thing is, you know, just the quality. Uh, I think once you guys see footage too, you'll realize, wow, this looks, this looks a lot better than we thought it was going to look. And uh, the big question people were asking after season two's finale was, where is the story going to go? 
Book of Boba Fett kind of answered that a little bit as far as Grogu's involvement, because now he's obviously back. And then the potential on maybe Luke Skywalker being in season three, which I actually think he will be. And then, of course, what's the story? So I think uh, overall, the story is just going to be about one of the factions claiming it's uh, the throne of Mandalore and taking Mandalore back as its own planet again, its own system. So I don't know. Tell me what you guys thought. If you've seen the footage already, let me know what your thoughts on it was. I'm curious to find out. And for the rest of you, it might be online now. I haven't checked, but it looks pretty cool. So I'm excited about it. Now, before I I move on, I want to tell you one of the stories that happened. So before one of the big panels, um, something really great happened to someone who was in the audience. So one of the a couple people got pulled up on stage before the show started and they played like a, a little competition game where they would strike poses and whoever had the best poses would win a prize. Well, one of the prizes was a four-day pass to star wars celebration an additional one so what was really cool was one of the guys who came second to last they the two people had like the best poses and it was really hard to choose one so they both got a prize but the guy who got second to last i'm sorry second to first he was kind of asked a little bit of information about him and he was saying Oh, you know, like the the host was like, so who are you here with? And he was like, well, I was supposed to come with my girlfriend, but you know, she knew that one of my best friends really wanted to go, so she gave up her ticket and gave it to him so that he could go out of the kindness of her own heart. And everyone thought that was just so nice of her. And then the host was like, well, let's call your girlfriend up, call her, call her on the phone. And so while he's on stage, he calls his girlfriend on Facetime, and then. She answers, luckily, and then he turns the phone around and we all say hello to her. And it was just such a great reaction on her camera. And then the host said, we're going to give you an extra ticket because of how you gave away yours so that a Star Wars fan could go to celebration. And that was one of the best moments of this weekend so far, because it was just it was just about the kindness of humanity. And it, it was just so sweet to see. And I'm so happy that that happened for for that couple. So that was one of the great things that happened. So as far as um, my other story, my funny story. So Anthony Daniels made an appearance. Uh, remember how I mentioned I've been trying to get a Funko and I keep going by the exhibit to see if I can get in and I can't get in. Well, on my like third attempt passing by to see if I could sneak in, I saw that they were just starting with a new show and they brought out Anthony Daniels to come up and say a few words and partake in the event of the Funko display. And so I snapped some photos and looked at that. And well, the funny thing is (laughs) right when he came out on stage, you know, everyone who was in the vicinity kind of stopped what they were doing and ran over to see him. And the guy that was standing next to me clearly had no clue who this was because he, he ran up beside me and he was like, Oh my God, it's Ian McDermott. (laughs) okay ian mcdermott looks absolutely nothing like anthony daniels (laughs) all the love in the world to this guy that was standing next to me because he probably he probably has no idea what these people look like and to be fair you know not everyone knows who every actor what they look like in person but oh my god it was so funny (laughs) i laughed so hard 
and I, I wanted to tell the poor kid, but I had to rush to go to a, a different panel. Um, <laughs> but also they don't sound the same either. <laughs> Anthony Daniels and Ian McDermott sound nothing alike. So that was probably the funniest thing that happened to me today was that experience. But it was really cool to see Anthony Daniels. You know, I, I walked right by him at one point and I, I wasn't even paying attention. And then I noticed this sharp, bright gold suit out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, it's got to be C-3PO. So I turned. Sure enough, it was Anthony Daniels walking right by me. And he, of course, he had his whole posse of security guards, so no one could like jump him or anything. But it was pretty cool. I'm glad I got to see him. Um, as far as other, you know, celebrities or Star Wars actors that were there, the the big one I think for for the entire celebration, for the panels and autographs and signings, was Ashley Eckstein, who, of course, is the voice of Ahsoka in the TV series. Ashley is one of the kindest people I've, I think I've ever met in star Wars in this, in this creative world. One of the stories I wanted to tell about her was, you know, she was doing autographs yesterday. I think she was also doing some today, you know, pictures and stuff. I think she's doing them all weekend, but she's also hosting panels at the same time. Yesterday, she was the host of the attack of the clones panel, which was still probably my favorite event of the weekend so far. But what was so great was uh, my buddy Joe, who I was sitting next to, he was like maybe 30 minutes before the Attack of the Clones panel started. He was on the other side of the convention center in line to get an autograph from Ashley Eckstein. And Ashley like really quickly like got everyone in line signatures and photos, whatever. And then she ran with like five minutes all the way down to the other side of the convention and made it in time to host the Attack of the Clones panel. And then when I was talking with Joe, he was he was telling me something really great about what she did the night before. And they probably closed yesterday around, or the night before, around 7, 8 p.m. And one thing that I love to hear was that Ashley Eckstein stayed after hours to make sure that anyone who wanted to meet her get an autograph, get a photo, got the chance to. When her time was up, when her slot for taking photos and autographs was over, she stayed extra. They even turned the lights off in the convention center so that you know everyone would leave, but also because they were closing. But she stayed. She stayed, and everyone in that line got to meet her and you know have a good time. And I kind of wish I did that, but no one knows who's if they're going to do that. But Ashley Eckstein's are such a great... You know, she really cares about the fandom and she's a great speaker too. having her as the host for some of these panels is it's just so good to hear her talk because she's so happy and she loves being there. And her work at the Lego exhibit today was really great, too. It's it's just it's so good to see her. She's a pure ball of light and energy. And I love it. Um, OK, so let's talk about Ahsoka. Um, welcome to anyone who's watching in the live stream here we're on twitch and we're also on youtube for live and then thanks for anyone watching on the audio version as well on spotify apple wherever you are by the way i met a lot more people today to talk about my podcast or just talk about what we do and 
a lot of you subscribed and checked it out. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was so nice meeting you. Big thank you to um, uh, Joshua, who I met today. Um, you know, he was saying he wants to work together. Uh, I think he's a fellow podcaster. So uh, thanks. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten about you. I will reach out to you. But it was it was really great meeting you, too. So thank you. And huge thank you to the the guy I met yesterday who uh, recognized me by my shirt, not by my face, because they were an audio listener only and saw the shirt, came up to me and were just like, hey, is that are, are you is are you with the, the podcast? And I was like, me you're right you're right you're you recognize this name what and i was like yeah this is my this is my podcast and he was like oh my god i i i listened i listened to that i just i didn't know what you looked like so that was that was that made my day um so thank you so much uh but now you now you know what i look like whether that was for the better or worse probably for the worse that you now have a face to go with the sound of my voice i don't know but hey it it was great meeting everybody at celebration so thanks so much so ahsoka this was actually a big shock now i had assumed that rosario was going to be at celebration but the way they threw people off was by saying at the mandalorian panel that rosario can't make it and then of course at the end she comes walking out and i think i have a picture of her but i'll share it in a second um but the ahsoka panel was a surprise because they were you know we no one thought they were going to have time or have anything to show about this series yet they had and the reason why no one thought that is because they've only been shooting the show for three weeks principal principal photography for three weeks and they actually showed footage they actually showed something that they had which is impressive because again three weeks and they managed to cut something for the people at celebration this footage i really doubt that they will share online right now because it is very rough and very very early but uh yeah it was pretty cool and of course i think the big announcement of this was that they revealed it's essentially going to be rebels season five and if any of you are rebels fans then you know what that means that means ezra thrawn hera Sabine, Ahsoka, all together again. And of course, it's Dave Filoni, so it it is essentially Rebels Season 5. So this is going to be amazing. And the biggest pop for me is seeing those green Montrals and just getting really excited about it because the cast of Rebels is live action now. That's insane. Now, when Rosario came out on stage... Of course, it was a big pop because no one thought she was going to be there. And then she surprised everyone, was like, hello. And she came out with a friend. She came out with a live action, real life chopper droid. And that was one of the coolest things. Because I don't think I've seen that at a panel before or at a Star Wars event with like a real chopper moving droid. So that was really cool to see. And yeah, this show is going to be great. We've talked about the cast before about Natasha Berdizo being Sabine, who she she seems really excited about and has a good chemistry with um, uh, Rosario Dawson. And then we also speculated on who could play Hera. And we actually still don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. But Ahsoka is potentially going to come out um, August of next year, I think is what 
was said. So a little bit after Mandalorian, which is pretty cool. So yeah. Now as far that was that was pretty much everything that happened today. Now in about 10 minutes they're doing a Q&A with Doug Chang who is another one of my heroes at Lucasfilm. He's the vice president. He was in charge of concepts and art at during the prequels for those films and he's he's done a lot for Lucasfilm and for visual effects in general. One of the great things he said yesterday was about the prequels. He said that when they were making The Phantom Menace, you know, George wanted to, obviously it was a prequel, so they had to go back in time in that universe. And so the way they did the concepts for like the vehicles and the the world and the costumes and everything, the way they designed it was looking in our history and taking things from our past and trying to make those Star Warsy. So for example, like old timey cars, if you look at the prequel ships, they look like old timey sports cars with the big engines and the big mufflers and all that kind of stuff. And they're all rounded today. Cars are very boxy or especially in the late nineties, early two thousands, which is kind of like the empire box cars, Jeep, Grand Cherokees. So it was interesting to hear that from him. And he showed some of his original concept drawings. And the best part about what he said about creating the prequels was when when he was designing the stuff, um, when he was drawing it up, you know, Lucasfilm was on the cutting edge of digital art. And so they had everything they could ever want to do digital art, uh, drawing digitally, painting digitally. But what he decided to do was since they were going back in time in the universe, he decided to go back in time at Lucasfilm and he did all his concept art with paper and a pencil. And they showed some of that on the screen and it was beautiful stuff. It was kind of hard to believe because how good it looked because Doug Chang originally was not an artist and George Lucas and Lucasfilm actually inspired him to get into it, which is insane to me the Lucasfilm company brings out literally the best in artists, I think. And some of them even said that at the light and magic panel, which is on the documentary that's coming out a little later this year, which I'm also really excited for. So yeah, that was pretty much it for today. Uh, Tomorrow is a star Wars visions look back. And I think they're going to take that opportunity to announce a season two. And if they do that, Honestly, I don't think a season two would come until earliest late of next year, like maybe October, November, December. And then tomorrow is also the Bad Batch season two. So they're definitely dropping a trailer because that comes out in August. And I think it plays right after Andor or maybe at the same time. But yeah, Bad Batch two is tomorrow. And then also tomorrow, another big one is a behind the scenes of return of the Jedi's creature shop. So they will have people who worked on the practical effects of return of the Jedi at a panel tomorrow, which is really cool. And then of course the, uh, the closing ceremony is at uh, around three 30 PM. So not much tomorrow. It's going to be kind of, kind of dead, I think, but there's still a couple of cool things there that I think people are going to get a lot out of. But as far as for me, uh, this was probably the slowest day for me. You know, I mean, these are really long 
convention days and I'm usually up at like five in the morning to get ready and to drive there. But it was fun. I, again, I think the best part is meeting cool people like you all. Um, I think the biggest shock for me was yesterday, the Fallen Order 2 trailer, or I'm sorry, Jedi Survivor from the Fallen Order franchise. Uh, that trailer, because there are, like I said, uh, the first day, uh, there's zero presence for Star Wars games at this convention, which is so weird to me because they just announced that pretty much game licenses have been opened up to all game developers. So it's interesting that there was one game exhibit presence and that was for Star Wars Hunters, the mobile game. And I'm telling you, their display is massive. It's one of the bigger ones there. It's larger than the Funko exhibit, which is crazy to me because it's a mobile game. <laughs> and I didn't spend any time there because honestly, it's a mobile game. I'm not too into that. If it's on the iPad, maybe I'll be into it because, I don't know, a small screen with so much um, screen coverage, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's it's a hard UI for me to adapt to. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That, that's the story for today. Thanks for guys for uh, sticking around and listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And check out other and many episodes on the podcast feed, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, you name it. This has been my Star Wars Celebration coverage. I'm uploading clips from the panels on my YouTube page. I just uploaded one about Ewan McGregor telling a story about a farting incident on the set of Attack of the Clones. Go watch it. It's hilarious. And it's with Ewan McGregor, Tamara Morrison, Daniel Logan, Anthony Daniels, um, what's his name? The guy who invented Photoshop. Oh, John Knoll. I think it's John Knoll. And also the guy who voiced the droids in the Clone Wars series. And of course, Ashley Eckstein. It was a, oh, and Hayden Christensen. It was a great panel. I'm uploading clips all day and all day tomorrow too. So go check those out. It's all good stuff. And yeah, that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now... Somehow, some way, somewhere this week, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. <laughs> <laughs>